0: Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke, here on my own doing this thing by myself. Look at me. Look at me operating these controls like a boss. This is, this is impressive. I'm like proud of myself. Josh, eat your heart out if you're watching this. <laughs> uh, we got some great news for you today, ladies and gentlemen. We got a double whammy coming for you today. I've got my friend Natalia coming in. Um, She's going to be doing an interview on the All-American Savage Show podcast today. She is an Olympian winner, um, runs her own businesses as far as social media and the fitness world. An amazing person. She's going to talk about her relationships, things she's dealt with in the past, fat shaming in the fitness world. Just a lot of great uh, conversation pieces that I wanted to talk to her about. She's a near and dear friend of mine. We work out in the same gym. We talk all the time. And she has some really interesting insight. And she is um, probably one of the very few people that I trust a lot of the relationship advice they give. She's a very intelligent and a very um, successful business oriented woman. So that's coming down today as well. So we're excited to have her on the show in studio interview. It's going to be a good time. Uh, so don't forget, this episode is brought to you by ShellShockCBD.com. Now, if you're a subscriber on ShellShock, that means you're essentially getting our monthly uh, boxes or bi monthly every three or 12, six months. It's completely up to you. Uh, you get access to amazing exclusive deals that only subscribers get access to. And right now, you can get the pay. Pet bundle now. If you've got a pet and say, like, your pet's getting older or they have really bad anxiety, we have CBD drops and we also have CBD chews that can help with this. My baby girl Athena takes them and she loves them. She's also a uh, she's a little getting older, and she's a German Shepherd. And if you don't know, German Shepherds tend to have, like, hip dysplasia issues as they get older. So she's been on the Chews for a while. It's great for pain management. It helps relax. Uh, but right now, if you're a subscriber, you get access to one bottle of Pet CBD, any flavor, one bag of CBD Chews, any flavor, and a beautiful little green bandana with the Shell Shock logo on it. Normal value is at $63.97, and you're getting it as a subscriber for only $44.99. That's what happens when you sign up to be a Shell Shock exclusive subscriber and we're really appreciative of all the love and support that we get there. Um you guys have turned this into a um just uh, we're, we're very grateful. We're very thankful for for uh, all your love and support. So again, that is shellshockcbd.com. Um so make sure you check us out. We help with sleep, anxiety, stress, you name it, we've got you covered. So oh man, what a day. What a day. Just reading the news. Our president, you know, it it feels like we were watching a a live version of The Emperor Has No Clothes. It sincerely feels that way. I mean that. Like, it's just—it's one of those things to where— you're you're listening to the interviews that Joe Biden is giving to these reporters, and he's making these outlandish claims of how he has fixed the economy, he saved the economy, he slashed the budget, the deficit, he he saved us like about like what 1.3 trillion dollars. Um, it's just it's insane the accusations or the accreditations he's he's throwing under his administration. You've got a press secretary that is ducking the hard questions. You've got Biden that is hiding from the press. These are all indicators that your administration is on fire and it is failing drastically. When When you're hiding from the press to the extent that he is, there's no other way to deny this. Like, Trump didn't have to. Trump faced the press. He fought the press. But Trump also had the statistics to back what he was claiming. You could see it in your wallet. You could see it at the gas pumps. You could see it everywhere. Biden, however, does not. So... But before we get into all hail President Biden, who basically has been threatening the oil companies and the oil companies are firing back, saying that, you know, he essentially doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, Oil companies penned a letter back to him, for those that don't know, saying that, you know, dear Mr. President, all due respect, go fuck yourself. We've already invested over 30 million, I believe it was, to prepare for when this inflation drops and then production's going to have to increase dramatically. Well, it's not happening yet. Like, we basically borrowed money and what are you, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You're sitting there demanding all these things, but you're not opening up federal land. You're saying we can't drill people are, you know, they want to do these things, but you're not allowing it. Investor confidence is gone. So Biden is making all these outlandish demands and oil companies are sitting here saying, Hey, uh, Mr. President, we were doing fine. You're the one that hamstrung us. You don't get to blame us for your actions. Uh, But you know, people are not going to listen to this. They're going to sit there and they're going to believe what the MSM is telling them all these other things. So, but um interesting article. Though we're talking about the MSM. Let's go ahead and get into the news then. Um interesting article here. Brian Stelter to exit CNN in weeks if not days. Now if you don't know who Brian Stelter is, he's I think he's now the new the newest lead anchor on CNN. He's a short fat little bald fucker. This guy is just you can tell he's a propaganda spitting machine 101. Well, The article is basically saying a reporter, Brian Stelter, to exit CNN in weeks, if not days. Um, CNN's reliable sources host Brian Stelter will reportedly be fired at CNN within weeks, if not days, amid the network's management shakeup. CNN's new chief, Chris Light, is ready to boot on-air personalities who have destroyed the brand by becoming irredeemable partisan hacks, which means Brian Stelter is reportedly on the hot seat after the fresh rebranding tactics that have been put forward, Breitbart News reported. So essentially right now, for those that don't know, CNN's ratings have been plummeting like and I'm not saying that because I don't like them. It's it's shown in the polling that their, their ratings, I think they said they had the lowest uh, viewer count, which was 350,000 live views. Hasn't been that far down since 2015. You have faces that you you put out there during the, um, the lockdowns. You had Chris Cuomo, who, uh, you know, him and his brother Fredo, who were just on the air left and right, sucking each other off. Um, spitting out all these lies and propaganda that Fauci and the rest of the government tried forced on the people. And then you had essentially um, Don Lemon, who this guy has said so many outlandish things about white, you know, Republican white men or like the terrorists of America. Just these these broad level generalized accusations. And then Brian Stelter has kind of been in the background the entire thing. He's like the nerd that just kind of sat at the uncool kids table. Well, then all the cool kids got expelled from school. So now he's stepping up in the spotlight. He clearly can't handle it. This guy sat there and I remember watching so many of his episodes where he would say hey trust us we're going to give you the news we're going to give you the truth trust us but then how many times had they been caught lying over and over and over again the cnn russian collusion hoax they they propagated for so long cnn has lost almost all credibility at this point where you even have cnn loyal fan bases are not coming out to save them fiscally when they launched the cnn live streaming platform it tanked it didn't even last a month and they pulled it These are, this is wasted money that CNN is investing in these. They're trying to follow Fox News is what they're trying to do. And they're failing miserably. These personalities that you put at the forefront are liars. That's what happens. Now, look, here's the thing, though. Fox does it. They have Sean Hannity. They have Tucker Carlson. And it's not that I'm against them. But when you do bring on these talking head figureheads, if whatever you want to call them, then that's going to replace journalism and actual news news. You're putting, if you really think about it, like, here's, here's what I would love to see in any news organization. It, I think CNN could turn this around, and that's why it's going to be detrimental to Fox. Because if CNN does remove the talking heads, as they are promoting to do, and they go with just straight news without a bias, that also means they're going to have to remove Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper, get rid of them all, go back to straight-edge news, I would watch CNN over Fox. That's a bold statement, I know, but think about it. If you're giving me straight news with no bias, which it is possible, I know when I say that you're already sitting there listening to this show, rolling your eyes, going, come on, John, it's CNN. I am simply saying, I didn't say this is a pragmatic approach. I just said, I mean, in the sense that if CNN cuts the talking heads, if CNN goes just straight line facts, they will crush Fox. It'll take time but they will do it because even people on the right understand there are political biases that come in line with these, these political narratives that are being reported on by these journalists. Well, when you just basically have somebody up there saying, Hey, there was a car crash today on this highway at this time, this many killed police are investigating, yada, yada, and that's it. I will watch because you're giving me straight news. And that's what I want. We used to have that in this country. Now we don't. Everything has a bias slant. Even this show has a bias slant. So we, we have to admit that, but when you can give me just facts, then, absolutely, I'm going to. T- I, w- I want to listen to what you have to say. I will. It's not that I'm going to trust you, but I will watch you over another network that I know is clearly displaying a political bias. But that's one thing CNN could do to redeem their network. And they used to be that way before they became the Clinton News Network. And it's been a long, very long time. But Fox needs to pay attention to this. Now, granted, I think Tucker Carlson is probably the most watched. Um, Talking head on in the political spectrum on television, and I, I do like talkers. Some things I disagree with him on, but as with anybody, but I think Fox News needs to take a look at this because if CNN does apply this, which I don't think they're going to do it across the board because I don't think they're going to touch Don Lemon, he's black, he's gay, they're not going to go near that one with a 10 foot pole. Anderson Cooper, he's gay, they're not going to touch that. They get sued for discrimination, yada, yada, yada. Um, it's funny though, how like you know, straight white dudes they can get shit canned, and everybody's like, ah, oh, it's fine, but if it's like a gay black dude, well, ooh, it's, it's a minefield. Be careful. Get accused of discrimination and being homophobic. Gotta watch out there. CNN's new chief, Chris we read that part. Um, CNN's new management suggested the network's employees need to distance themselves from Democrat talking points and slogans in hopes to rein in partisanship to increase ratings and revenue. It's almost as if if you just reported actual facts, you probably have, I don't know, increased viewership. I'd watch. Yeah. But when you turn on CNN and you know for a fact all they're going to push is propaganda, then of course I'm not going to watch. Fox does it too. Hannity especially. The changing environment at CNN will impact Stelter, according to president of news cycle media John Nicosia on Wednesday. Stelter is down two weeks, if not days, left at CNN, Nicosia reported based on a source. They go on, he is everything that reminds the new owners of the Zucker era they desperately wanted to get past. The changes to the network come after the former president of CNN, Jeff Zucker, left the network in February upon being questioned about his relationship with longtime CNN executive Allison Golost as part of the broader Cuomo investigation, which showed that Chris Cuomo had aided his brother, then New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, through a sexual harassment scandal. A former CNN employee confirmed to Breitbart News in March that Stelter was freaking out about Zucker's ouster because he will be swept up an internal investigation given the closeness to Jeff Zucker. Stelter is known to push false narratives. Stelter claimed Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation, which is proven not. FBI even admit that. Hunter's laptop was verified as authentic by Breitbart News' Emma Jo Morris in the fall of 2020, over a year later. The established media finally confirmed its authenticity. For all we know, and this is a quote, for all we know, these emails are made up, or maybe some are real and others are fakes. We don't know, Stelter claimed. But we do know this is a classic example of the right wing media machine. A tip from Bannon and a hard drive dump from Rudy led a former producer for Sean Hannity's show to write a story for the new york post that gets splashed on the front page that rudy then used to trash the bidens all over fox doing it almost every hour of the day and trump has been hyping the drama for days on end and this is how it goes on and on no let's rephrase that let's rephrase that let, let, let's, let's change that um you sat there for years and you put you peddled the steel dossier the russian hoax collusion over and over and over again that was a left-wing talking point fabricated by the Clinton campaigns. You don't get to sit there and accuse the right wing of doing this, knowing full well that you've magnified t- uh, Hillary Clinton talking points. And then when you actually found out it was wrong, you did a, a small little retraction story that wasn't even main spread. You put it on the back end of your website. It's just like, oh, hey, guys, we we, we, we kind of got that one wrong a little bit. You damn well know you did. And you knew it from the get go. But you tell a lie enough, you start to believe it. But to sit there and, you know, they had the laptop, they had all this stuff, and Stelter's sitting there trying to downplay it because, again, the Biden administration is in bed with CNN. I mean, it's, CNN is just a mouthpiece for the government. That's all it is. When it's a left-leaning government, CNN is going to be one-on-one with them. I'm surprised like Jim Acosta isn't under the, the table of their blowing Stelter. I could easily see that. Oh, Stelter. Oh, the only thing better than this is if I was doing it to myself because I love myself so much. You see what I did to Trump? You're welcome for that mental image, by the way. Oh my gosh, I need Josh back. I need Josh back. Josh Josh balances me. <laughs> you know, and I'm actually I got to say I am I'm impressed that CNN is actually making this call. I really am. I did not think they would do this. I don't I did not think they would do this. I thought CNN would definitely double down and they would never admit that, hey, guys, maybe we fucked up. But when it comes to money, CNN, and this, this is what I love. This is what proves that CNN's full of shit. It's not about the actual truth, according to you. It's about the money. If the ratings are dropping, then you care more about why people are watching. Well, you slandered Trump for years and you had the leftist agenda in your mouth nonstop. Because it, it was cool to hate Trump. Well, Trump's gone now, and now you're stuck with Biden, and Biden is on fire. And then CNN realizes, I mean, unless we come out and we start bashing Biden, which we can't do, well, then we got we to gotta love him. And people are not stupid. You, here's the deal that the press and mainstream media do not understand. You as Biden, as the president, as the networks, as whomever it is out there, you cannot sit there and tell these just lie after lie after lie the economy's doing great, unemployment's low, yada, 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 we're better off than we were under Trump. And then we look at the gas pump, we look at the price, price of groceries and you're sitting there telling these people, the, the American citizens saying, hey, we're doing good. And they're like, no, we're not. We are financially struggling. I mean, how stupid do you have to be as a sitting president? I mean, he's a liberal, go figure. I mean, this this is not outside of the realm of you know sanity. This is what they do. They will double down and deny and gaslight and goalposts move and bad faith. I mean, the whole thing. But you cannot sit there and tell people when they're looking at the gas pump, on average, they're paying $90 to $100 to fill up a tank. You cannot sit there as a president and tell them that we're doing better than we were under Trump. The polls prove this. 38% approve of Biden. 38%. That's a lot. That's a lot of people that hate you to include your own side. You can call whatever you want, but you're sitting there and you know, the administration has got to be watching Biden going like, okay, who's, uh, <clears throat> who's going to tell him who, who's going to tell him this time? Like, uh, I'm afraid I don't want to get fired. I don't need to We need to tell him like, Hey, Mr. President, um, you are fucking up royally and the white house is on fire. <clears throat> you, you should probably, you know, change some things. At least CNN has the balls to do that where the Biden administration will not. Uh, Stelter refused to retract his false statements and insinuations when pressed by Breitbart News regarding the claims he made on his program. Instead, Stelter accused Breitbart News of false reporting. So you clearly can't back up your assertion that I claimed Hunter Biden's laptop emails were likely Russian propaganda. Thanks for confirming what you wrote is false, he responded to this author. Um... Yeah. right bar news requested comment from stelter about his future at cnn to where there was no response well of course he's not gonna respond he knows he's getting shit canned nobody wants to watch stelter he's a nerd he doesn't even have a face for tv he's a short fat bald little fucker that nobody really respects he's a liar and then you look at his grill and it's like oh dude you got a face for radio man you really do well hey we got some good news we got some good news here ladies and gentlemen hey if you're standing up sit down Okay, If you're driving, pull over, you're gonna need to you're gonna need to focus here. Like on me. Eyes right here. If you're watching this live on Twitch, Facebook, or YouTube, eyes on me. All those abortion or pro-life clinics that were getting vandalized? well, guess what? The FBI's on the case. <laughs> the FBI's on the case, ladies and gentlemen. does that does that make you feel better? does that does that make you feel better? I hope it does. There's here's something that I think would probably make me feel better that if these this would be better Let's get the scooby gang on this the FBI can't even keep trap of a fucking laptop Like I'm telling you that they would be they would be way more effective Way more effective. It's like the meme where the blonde dude is pulling the 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 head cover off the supposed villain. It turns out to be him. It's the FBI pulling the thing off, and it's the FBI. By the way, did you see Ted Cruz's essentially... Um, Interviewing the FBI, and this is this clip's been out for a while, but I saw it come across my feed the other day or yesterday again. And it was Ted Cruz grilling this lady that works for the FBI talking about were there FBI agents on the ground on January 6th? And she's like, uh, Mr. Congressman, I can't, I can't answer that. He's like, were there anybody, was there anybody inciting any riots from the FBI? I can't answer that. He basically asks her all these questions and then shows proof of this one guy who supposedly wasn't the FBI saying, who is this? Oh, I can't confirm that. Um, okay, well. Is he in the FBI? is like, I can't confirm that. It's like So by not confirming, you're confirming it. The FBI is compromised. It has been for some time. Now, I've had this argument time and time again. The FBI, because I get where people come from on this. It's like, well, they've done a lot of good. Yes, but they've also done a lot of bad. And granted, there's not going to be any kind of perfect program out there. But the problem is when any three-letter agency, as we've said many times on the show, can be weaponized by the government to push a political narrative and enforce, through violent means, a political narrative, then why do we have them? They're dangerous. They're very dangerous. Very dangerous. ATF, FBI... CIA FBI investigating attacks on pregnancy centers as potential acts of domestic violence and extremism. The FBI is soliciting help from any member of the public that might be able to provide information or lead on suspects. Uh, The FBI is investigating recent attacks on pregnancy centers ahead of the Supreme court decision on Roe v. Wade as potential acts of domestic violence, extremism. The bureau said Friday, the FBI is investigating a series of attacks and threats, targeting pregnancy resource centers and faith-based organizations across the country. The FBI said in a statement, the FBI takes all threats seriously and we continue to work closely with our law enforcement partners and will remain vigilant to protect our communities. The Bureau asked anyone who has information on the attacks or potential threats to alert law enforcement, call their local FBI office or email tips to FBI.gov. And there's like spray painting writings on these things talking about abortion isn't safe. If, If abortion isn't safe, you aren't either. Here's the deal. If you work at one of these clinics, grab a gun. Carry a gun. And when they come to firebomb, you kill them. I mean, that's, that's, that's your right. That is your right. I can't believe we've gotten to this point. You have these baby killers that are sitting there firebombing these clinics that actually help people out. Like, what's it to you? What's it to you if there's a clinic that actually wants to help new mothers... By providing them financial aid. Why, why are you so threatened by that? You abortionists, you are some of the lowest forms of scum on this earth. That you would go to a clinic that actually helps these people because they want to keep their child, they want to do the right thing, and you're attacking them? You should do the same thing to Planned Parenthood. We should be firebombing them in return. But the right doesn't do that. So all these extremisms that like people like Don Lemon talk about, like right-wing white terrorists, it's not us doing this. But he ain't going to touch that because that means you've got to call out your own side, and you, they will refuse to do that. They will never do that. The pro-choice group Jane's Revenge has recently taken credit for attacks on pro-life organizations, including for the attack on the Wisconsin Family Action last month, throwing red paint on a crisis pregnancy center in Washington, D.C. last week. Well, there you go, FBI. There's your lead. They've claimed it. Let's, let's start seeing some arrests. Let's start seeing some people in jail. Come on. Let's do it. Never going to happen. Interesting article here. WWE CEO Vince McMahon steps down as board investigates alleged misconduct. Reuters, WW Inc., said on Friday it launched an investigation into alleged misconduct by longtime chief executive Vince McMahon and appointed his daughter Stephanie as interim head. McMahon has voluntarily stepped back from his responsibilities as CEO and chairman until the review is over, the company said. The board is investigating a $3 million settlement that McMahon agreed to pay to a departing employee with whom he allegedly had an affair, the Wall Street Journal had reported. WWE said on Friday the board had engaged an external legal counsel to assist with an independent review, independent review, adding it will also conduct a comprehensive review of the company's compliance program, HR function and overall culture. The company which produces and distributes weekly wrestling shows Raw and SmackDown said McMahon 76 will retain his creative content responsibilities during this period. The board's investigation which began in April has unearthed older other, excuse me, has unearthed other older non-disclosure agreements involving claims by former female WWE employees of misconduct by McMahon and the head of the talent relations, John Lucernitis, according to the WSJ report. The probe by the board includes Lauren Itis, the company, said on Friday. See if Stephanie McMahon, who has often touted as her father's successor, took a leave of absence last month to focus on her family. I'm wondering if this article is as fake as wrestling is. <laughs> Hey, due process, man. Innocent until proven guilty. I'm not saying he's innocent. I'm not saying he's guilty. But I'm certainly not going to pass judgment on this because we've seen countless times disgruntled employees making false and outlandish accusations simply to be vindictive. I've had the same thing levied at me. I've been told that I abuse my employees. I You would think that I'm in here beating my employees by people because essentially this is one thing I've learned about business. When you're running a company, when you run a company, if employees don't like the way you run that that company, they feel entitled to tell you. They feel like they should be the ones with input on how you're to operate your business on a day-to-day basis, even though they're given minimal or they have minimal exposure to what is actually going on. People can be vindictive little shitheads. They really can. And to kind of, how do you handle that? It's easy. Here's another article that explains this. SpaceX fires employees who criticized Elon Musk report. SpaceX president dismisses letter criticizing Musk's infamous behavior as overreaching activism. Elon Musk's spacecraft engineering company, SpaceX, has reportedly fired several employees after they filed a letter of complaint criticizing the outspoken chief executive over his perceived inappropriate behavior. That's the such level of entitlement that any fucking employee might feel. It's like, hey, we work for this billion dollar company, but we as employees feel like, you know, their CEO probably isn't, you know, behaving like we want him to. Who the fuck do you think you are? I'm like, I'm really serious about that. Like as an employee that works for a company, who the fuck do you think you are? He runs that company. He created that company. That's his, that's his baby. That's his bread and butter. That's his blood invested in that. And you feel just because you work there that you're entitled to tell the CEO how he can and cannot act. Let a motherfucker try to tell me that in my company. Let, let somebody come up here and say, Hey John, you should probably tone it down on your podcast. Go. You're fucking fired. Get the fuck out of my building. Who the fuck do you think you are? Now I'm not saying one is better than the other, but you should sure as fuck know your place as an employee. You don't go tell your boss what you think of them or how they should act on social media. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Well, those employees got fired. Good. Done the same thing myself. You got beef? Fucking hit the bricks. The open letter first reported by Verge criticized Musk's activity on Twitter, along with recent allegations of sexual harassment levied at him. Musk denied the claims and later joked about them, as he should. They're bullshit. We knew this. We knew as soon as Musk came out there and started talking about how he was, you know, going to lean right and start voting more right, then boom, the next thing you know, oh, now he's a racist and he's sexually assaulting women. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised this guy's out there, like, running over puppies. Now, look, I am not sitting here saying that I blindly support or trust Elon, but we are seeing this playbook repeated over and over and over and over and over again every single fucking time. It's like you could sit there and you can call it a mile away. But good for them. Shit can those employees. If you don't like how things are run, get the fuck out. Maybe this place is not for you. Trying to use cancel culture within the work environment? (laughs) Good luck. Fire those pieces of shit. They're 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 not conducive for a good work environment. Can you imagine... Can you really imagine sitting there as an employee saying, you know, with your little purple hair and your nose rings and your unshaven armpits smelling like yesterday's fucking gym socks, sitting there saying, you know what, I don't like how the CEO is acting on Twitter. I'm going to file this letter, and I'm going to submit it. Who's going to sign? Judy, it appears here that you signed in ketchup. Um, We hear your complaints, and we feel that uh, at this time, you should probably get your shit and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You as an employee don't run fuck all in that company. You work for the company, but you have no fucking say. Get the fuck out of here. Can you imagine the audacity? you imagine like somebody like talking like that, like that to Ben Shapiro at the Daily Wire? It's like, hey, Ben, we feel like maybe you're just too hard on liberals. Well, uh, to be fair, guys, I really don't give a fuck. Get your shit and get the fuck out. We're the fastest growing podcast. <laughs> yeah, Dude, the audacity. This, this is what this generation has come to. This is what it's come to. People, employees, feel like they can lord their opinions over the employer. This is a socialistic mindset. That's what this is. It's a socialistic mindset. (laughs) Wrong country for that, baby. That's why I'm glad Texas is a right-to-work state. I love that. I love that. And one thing I've seen about employees, they feel like they can do it better. Well, then go start your company and go do it better. I just, yeah. Never in my life have I seen just such levels of just entitlement. Good for SpaceX. Fire those shitheads. Now, on the opposite side of Elon Musk, here's another thing. Project Veritas leaks Elon Musk's all-hands meeting with Twitter. Okay. James O'Keefe's investigative journalism group, Project Veritas, has leaked a recording of Tesla CEO Elon Musk's all-hands meeting with Twitter employees. Pressed by employees on free speech, Musk answered, I think there's also, there's freedom of speech and freedom of reach. So I think people should be allowed to say pretty outrageous things that are within the balance, the law, but, but they don't, you know, get amplified. Okay. Hmm. I like how I have propaganda LTD in my YouTube comments. Says, Who said you need the job from somebody else? If we weren't in the land of monopoly capitalism, maybe you could work for you, but you keep with that stupid Lobert shit. Propaganda LTG. That's funny that you're saying that on my YouTube page that I created, talking about the company that I created, it's a multi-million dollar company in under three years. I'm literal proof that you're an idiot. What? What? Are you serious? You sound like you're just a wonderful employee. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? We're in this land of... <laughs> you work at Starbucks, don't you? I love when losers try and weigh in. Maybe if things were fair, you have a chance, me? Well, you do. I did it. You're sitting here. I mean, how the fuck do you even know about me? Are you kidding me? Maybe it's not the, maybe it's not, I don't know, the employers. Maybe it's just you're a shit employee. I mean, did that ever cross your mind? Probably not. Because it's never you. It's never you. It's always the other person. I have friends that hit me up all the time that I know on social media, man, I just, I can't, I can't, you know, Hey, are you hiring? I need a job, bro. Are you kidding me? You've bounced from four jobs in under a year. I don't fucking want you. I see what you post about your employer. I see the shit you say. You're not of the mindset that it's not Burger King. You don't get it your way. Where in this world did we develop this mindset that you're going to go into a job as a new person and say, mm, I don't like the way that's working. That needs to change. <laughs> get, get fucked. That's why you losers are always broke. That's why you're always poor. <laughs> Fucking leave. I love that. It's just, you know, it's, it's great. You know, I don't care about you. I care about your audience. You're a clown. I don't think you can even add I'm richer than you. I'm better looking. My dick is bigger. I don't know what you're talking about, Proper. Your name is Propaganda Ltd. and now you're banned, so bye. I care about your audience. Well, now you don't get to talk. My audience is crucifying you in the comments. Are you kidding me? Even they're calling you a loser. Dude, take the L and sit down and shut up. Like, come on. You're not going to win that one. Well, what you say doesn't matter. No, I'm living proof that you're wrong. I'm living proof that you are wrong. I worked in my garage. I worked out of my fucking garage making tankards. First, I was streaming on Twitch to make money to afford my tools. Then I went and taught myself how to make handmade tankards. And then I did that. And then my partner Josh and I were doing the John Ross YouTube videos together. And then we invested in this company for $4,000 using a credit card, which you have access to as well. And here we are. So, what the fuck are you talking about? You're an idiot. Sit down and shut the fuck up and let people better than you talk. Children like you should not be talking. I can already tell you're a shit employee. I don't care about, I don't care about you. I care about your audience. My audience doesn't give a fuck about you because they're all out there probably working right now listening to this. And I always see this, especially with some of my friends. It's like, it must be nice to be at the top. Really? Really? Where were you when I was climbing up the mountain? Oh, suddenly we forget that part, and that's the thing about success with people. People are always going to root for the underdog until you make it, and then when you make it, they want to turn on you because maybe you say something they don't agree with. Oh, so now I had one dude in my comments that was just like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "So now that you made it, you just you're a sellout." I was like, "What are you, what are you talking about?" Like th- these people are so insecure and they're so angry that when somebody's actually, you know know how long I've been doing this for? You know how long I've been doing this for? Years. Years I've been doing this, working at this, building an audience on social media, never lying to them, never taking, I mean, my God, even in my chat comments, you guys, I'm I'm pitching it to you right now. Have I ever lied to y'all about any product or anything that I put on my Facebook page? Do I not admit when I'm wrong? Years I have worked my ass off to remain completely honest with people. So the one day when I did launch a business, people would actually trust in my word. And here we are. So I don't know what these people are talking about as far as a sell. And I understand that comes from a place of massive insecurity. But when people make those accusations, you know, it's just one of those times that I will sit down sometimes. It's like, okay, is this, this warrant an actual discussion? Is there something here that maybe I'm not seeing about myself that I should possibly look into more, but it's just one of those things that you see repetitively, especially in the veteran community. Nobody wants to see veterans fail more than other veterans. It's it's a sad way. It's a sad way of being. I want veterans to succeed the right way. I've said that time and time again, the right way, not lying and scamming people, but James O'Keefe's investigative journalism group Project Veritas is like okay, we talk about this? You don't get amplified. Project Veritas recently published a full recording of Tesla CEO Elon Musk's virtual all-hands meeting with staff at Twitter, where the billionaire addressed concerns of employees as he continues his bid to purchase the company. Um, during the call, Musk praised Twitter platform and said that it was the best social media website for getting a message out, but stated that he was worried about the current state of the platform. Musk's concerns primarily relate to bots, spam, and censorship issues, which he has discussed in the past. Now, when Elon was coming about about talking about free speech on Twitter, look, we've got to understand there is no such thing as free speech. We keep using these two words. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, Please, before y'all jump the gun on me here. Before everybody starts going, first amendment, I, I agree with the first amendment. I support the first amendment, but a private company has the right, or a company in general has the right to dictate terms of services. I have seen this multiple times. Like there was a group called the United gun group back in the day, they launched an app. They got me involved. And I was kind of like, yeah, um, I'm here. I, I, I want to look at this thing. And as soon as they launched it, they were like, no censorship, no terms of services well, in right off the bat, gun sales, drug sales, pornography starts hitting the app. And it's like, look, you can have the wild, wild west if you want. You can. It's not going to draw in a large crowd. But you're going to have to have terms of services. Now, where I think the balance is, is these terms of services have to be fair and balanced and applied across the board. If that's the case, I can respect the app. So when Elon keeps talking about free speech, there is no such thing as free speech. Not on social media. It's not gonna happen. It'll never happen. Otherwise, your platform will go down in flames because nobody's gonna want to be on it. That's just the way it goes. So he he'd been using this idea of free speech, free speech, free. Even Trump's truth social does not, it talks about free speech. No, they've been banning people that are talking about January 6th and promoting it and plugging it. I'm sorry. I just like you can't, I that's why I feel like it's a, a mass misrepresentation of these companies saying we're promoting free speech. You're really not. What you should do is just simply say no political bias here. We're not going to have a bias. I'd respect that 10 times more. Be honest with people. It's like, look, you can't use racist words on here, but that will apply to liberals and Republicans. And, you know, it's it's really kind of interesting if you think about it, like how all of these social media apps now at, at the core, at the foundation are based... Um, on politics, everything is political now. If you think about, it. because I mean, before, um, but I mean, if you really think about, it, before Trump in 2016, I think a lot of Facebook was mainly just for keeping in contact with friends and family. I I, I don't remember, um, yeah, I I don't remember a lot of political discussions on Facebook, not to this level that we're at now. So I feel like as we've grown, as social media has grown. Um, I think way more Americans are engaged in the political ongoings of this country, which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. Even if they're liberals, at least they're getting engaged. I can respect that. Um, but it's interesting to see the change. And every social media app that launches, I mean, True Social, we knew. We knew True Social was going to be a right-leaning echo chamber. It's ran by Trump. I'm not against it. I'm not, I'm not talking bad. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, it's going to be a right-leaning echo chamber where the left is, you know, Twitter, Facebook, all these other, they're left-leaning. The only difference is true social. Hope they're not going to ban people um, for having a difference of opinion than the moderators and administrators. So, but I don't know. But when Elon's talking about um, saying that, you know, some voices don't deserve to be amplified, well, let the, you know, why not just let the people choose on that one? All you got to do is hit that share button. But, you know, there's probably a lot more to it than I don't understand in regards to the algorithms. I know that. Uh, but, yeah, and I am reading the comments. I did see the article. Gavin Newsom has joined Truth Social to combat, combat um, Republican lies. Oh, okay. okay. Really? That, that's why you joined it? Yeah. Okay, dude. You're full of shit. This dude's so full of shit, and it's funny. <laughs> well, that's where we're at. Well, hey, we got some more good news. If you're still pulled over, if you're still sitting down, hey, remain in your seat. Don't go anywhere. Kamala Harris... All right, we got some good. I'm, and by the way, I am on True Social. It's just John Burke over there. You can find me. I'm there. It's not bad. And it, need, it needs it has a lot of work to go, but. Um, <laughs> Kamala Harris, hold on. Where, where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it There we go. Here it is. Um, I love this. Kamala Harris launches online abuse task force. <laughs> You can't, you can't make this up. You can't, you can't make this up. This is like the greatest shit I've ever seen. An online abuse task force. Oh, please. I haven't even read the article yet. Oh, please. Oh, do tell me more. Tell me more. I want to know about this task force and who's it comprised by. This is exactly what we need. Another three letter agency shit out by the government saying, Hey, we're going to moderate online abuse. It's like, Oh, no, you're not. All you're going to do is just freaking try and silence people that don't agree with you politically. June 17th, Vice President Kamala Harris has launched a White House task force with the mission to fight online harassment and abuse following a spate of mass shootings that are connected to online hate. Shouldn't you be at the southern border fucking that up? Like, didn't Biden put you in charge of the southern border and you can't even fix that? But you're focusing on this? Are you serious? This has just become ridiculous, To This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Harris announced the task force Thursday during a round table with officials, advocates and survivors stating no one should have to endure abuse just because they are attempting to participate in society. What are you talking about? Hit block. Hit the block button. What are you, what are you talking about? Nobody should be subject. What, at, what at, at core, what this basically means is nobody should be subjective to opinions that differ from their own. That's what they mean at the root of this, ladies and gentlemen. Russell Wallace makes a really good point on YouTube. He says, <laughs> he says, wait till you see where the budget is for this task force. Russell, you're not lying, dude. You are not lying. You're 100% right. And by the way, I just I, I got to suck my own dick real quick here. What other like political commentator and stuff like actually engages with this chat during the show? Does anybody else actually do that? Maybe they do. I don't, I don't watch anybody else's content. Maybe they do. But uh, I appreciate the, the people that weigh in with some really good points and make me think. They do. So I, I do appreciate the Twitch and the Facebook chat. Well, I don't think we're on Facebook anymore because I got banned. They, they, for those that didn't know, they pulled my 600,000 page following and just destroyed it. They're just like, yeah, you violated. Ter- I'm surprised I lasted as long as I did. I really am. I really am. <laughs> oh, God, I, just, I saw that one coming. I mean, Helen Keller could have fucking seen that one coming. With that being said, though, by the way, just so you all know, Moving forward, if you ever have any questions about what's happening to me, go to the website, allamericansavageshow.com. Sign up for the email SMS list. I don't sell that information. By the way, if you've checked your spam folders that signed up for this, you should be getting emails now. When the podcasts go live on the actual Podbean and um, uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, you'll get, um, yeah, I would love to go on TimCast. Uh, you'll get those notifications. So if you sign up on allamericansavageshow.com, we do not sell that information. That is kept right here. That's for me to have a direct line of communication to you, the listener, the customer, to where if John gets banned, I blast out another email. This is the new social here. Oh, by the way, we're running this special on Shellshock. By the way, the podcast is doing this. It just keeps, it's like a newsletter, I guess you could say. So sign up over there, stay in the know, and we're probably gonna run some good deals over there just for being a member of the Lost Savages email stuff. So I really do appreciate that. Um, Harris announced the task force Thursday doing a roundtable with the fish blah blah, blah 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 The internet is an essential part of life in the 21st century. Ah uh, no, it's not. no it's not you you can you can make it without the internet. It sucks, but you don't have to have it. The task force was established through a memorandum signed by President Joe Biden, fulfilling a campaign promise he made to combat online hate. Okay, well then, what's online hate? What's classified as hate? This is what the left keeps trying to go around. This is what they they revolve their arguments around, combating, a.k.a., or quote-unquote, hate speech. What is hate speech? Because your definition of hate is going to be drastically different than mine, different than mine. Because to the left, disagreeing logically with an opinion of theirs is classified as hate. Saying, hey, I don't support homosexual marriage because of my religious convictions. In their mind, that's hate speech. No, that is your right under the First Amendment. That is your right under the First Amendment. They were going to classify that as hate speech. A senior administration official speaking to reporters Wednesday night said the mission, uh, the task force is to address this growing problem, which uh, disproportionately targets women, girls and LGBTQI people. Oh, my God. Right. Really? Really? Are you sure you want to go that direction? Because nothing screams I'm going to have a successful life and career by being misogynistic and homophobic online. You do realize that when we hire someone at Shellshock, we have somebody coming in today for an interview. When we hire somebody, we canvass their social media. Oh, that's a good point. Hold on, that's actually a really good point. Mr. Mikeus on YouTube says, this is just the Ministry of Truth rebranded. Don't be fooled. That's actually a really, really good point. I didn't think about that. You're right. I do believe that. They're just not going to have the crazy snow white looking woman leading this. This is going to be Kamala. And they're going to pick Kamala because she's a black woman. So if you say anything bad about this ministry, well, then you must be a racist. That's a good point. The president made his commitment because in the United States, one in three women under the age of 35 report being sexually harassed. I'm like, Dude, have you not, I could show you my fucking DMs. I could show you my DMs that I have to turn off half the time from thirsty, middle-aged, ugly, fat women. Oh, they shoot their shot. They don't give a shit. They're worse than dudes. And you know who's the worst of them all? I'm going to let Chad guess. Who do you think are the most forward, sexually inappropriate people in DMs? Who do you think that is? Gay men. Yep. Oh, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. The years that I have dealt with DMs and stuff like that, oh, it's always the gay dudes. And I'm not bashing all of gay people, but they got some balls, no pun intended. And boy, do they want to put them in your mouth. <laughs> I can't go. I had a friend invite me to a gay pride parade. Number one, I was like, hey, I support their rights, but I don't want to go. That's not my scene. But I was like, number two, was like I have went to like one or two gay clubs with friends, and they're fun. Don't get me wrong. It's a very relaxed environment, but at the same token, dude, they love me in there gay dudes love me in there. I got to wear extra padded underwear. Cause there's hands going all over my butt. I do. I, dude, I, I, I I've, I'm a gay man's fantasy, I guess. I mean, I don't blame them. I would totally fuck me. <laughs> okay. Let me put the ego away real quick. No, I'm just, I'm just being serious here. When I go, when I have friends, I do have a few gay friends and it's just one of those things that if I go to an event like that, dude, Oh hell no. Oh hell no. They're, they are very grabby. They are very in your face. And they they don't hold anything back. They're not like dudes with women. It's like, man, I'm kind of scared to, you know, I want to go over there and talk to that girl. She's hot. Like I'm just, I'm just nervous. I'm, oh, stand aside, honey. I'm gonna tell him, look, I don't know who you are, but I would fuck you sideways. It's like, damn. Well, I respect your um your balls on this, but uh, nope. I like the vagina. I like some boobies. That's just, that's just my thing. That's just my thing. And maybe if you weren't so rapey, I might consider it. <laughs> it's true. And I'm not. I'm not bashing the gay community. I'm. Not, I'm really not. I just think it's funny because my experience is anecdotal as they may be. It's always been gay men. They're the most in your face about it. They don't give a shit. They got nothing to lose. So, but yeah. um... The president made the commitment of blah, 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 online abuse. Okay, the memorandum states online harassment and abuse includes non-consensual distribution of intimate pictures. So, okay, that I can agree with. That, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. When somebody sends, um, like, when dudes send those unsolicited dick pics, I, like, I don't, like, what, I, I'm going to have to talk to Natalie about this in the podcast. By the way, um... Two o'clock, we go live with Natalie here in the, in the studio. It'll be live again. I'll also be taking some of your questions. Keep it appropriate, you shitheads. Keep it appropriate, lost savages, okay? Just please. She's a good person. She's a really nice woman. I know her and her husband, Roger. They have two wonderful kids. They're just really, really good people. Um, I'm going to get to ask her that. Remind me to ask her that question, audience. Um, but yeah, unsolicited dick pics. I don't know where dudes come off on that. It's like, this girl's so hot. She's attractive. You know what she wants? A picture of my junk. That's going to win her over. That, that's it. Can you imagine if we had that, like, during the Renaissance? Oh, fair lady, on the hill, in the castle, thine beauty is so magnificent. I shall commission a portrait of mine junk to send thee. <laughs> she will be mine. Just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> she wears a little locket around her neck. Tis my lover's penis. <clears throat> Okay, the memorandum states online harassment and abuse includes non-consensual distribution of intimate pictures, cyber stalking, sextortion, gendered disformation, and there it is. I knew it was in there. I knew it was in there. They had me in the first hat, but this is what they do. They start off with legitimate things, and then they start throwing their bullshit in there. Sex Sextortion, gendered disinformation, and the recruitment and exploitation of sex trafficking victims, as well as rape and death threats, among others. What is gendered disinformation? What is that? Can you please define that for me? Everything else I will agree with, you, but it's almost like it's like a little ominous bill. It's like, okay, we're going to have all this pork in there. We're just going to slide that right in there. It's like, by the way, you can't call, you know, trans women a man. Because if you do, that's, that's, that's transphobic. Just throwing that out there. The task force will focus on prevention services and support for survivors researching on the scope and impact of the problem accountability and the connection between online hate and extremist violence. Uh, within 180 days, the task force will submit Biden with a blueprint outlining recommendations for the federal and state government as well as for technology platforms, schools, and other public... I guarantee fucking am, I am politically prophesying here. John... The father, Daddy Savage, is prophesying right here. This task force is going to take social media platforms to task, no pun intended, and start trying to use government authority to start regulating social media even more so than they already are. I am telling you right now, that's what they're going to do. The government's going to say this is to combat online hate and extremism, when in reality, all this is is for them to open the door... To start saying, you can't say this. You can't say this. You can't say the election was rigged. You can't say the election was stolen. You can't say that. That's a lie. Ban, yada yada, yada. This is their way. The government has a history of doing this. Look at the Patriot Act. Look at the Patriot. Hey guys, hey, we got some terrorism in America. So in order to combat that, I'm gonna have to spy on all you motherfuckers. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> I see all I see what's going on. I see that I see that freaking midget porn you're looking at. <laughs> John Burke's weird. And what happens? We still got it. Republicans jumped on board with it. We still have it. Spying on the people for the sake of your safety, safety. No, fuck no, absolutely not. Fuck the government. Should never be that way. That's ridiculous. Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, we're, gonna we're gonna create a online task force to combat, yeah, and you know, you know the thing, man. And if you got nothing to hide, you, you should be fine with us looking in your photos and stuff, you know. I just saw an update on Instagram yesterday. You may or may not have seen this on your uh, in your chat function. Now, let me see if the message is still there. This is a very interesting thing that it talks about how um, well how much of your information Instagram is showing people. Ah shit, where's it at? Where's it at? Um, basically, they t- it man they they disappeared that pretty fucking quick. Essentially, they were talking about how they're going to show how fast you respond to messages to anybody that messages you to give them a warm and fuzzy about messaging you. Are you are you serious? For a business, I could understand that. Did y'all see this on Instagram? I saw it. Basically, they're going to tell anybody that messages you how long it normally takes you to respond to messages. That, that's that's that whoa. That's like. yeah, that's where we're at. During her remarks, Harris said the United States continues to see acts of mass violence that follow online expressions of hate and abuse. How many times did the FBI visit the Parkland shooting shooter's house? Over twenty two times. So a fat lot of good that did. The United States continues to see these acts of mass violence that follow online expressions of hate and abuse highlights the connection seen in recent mass shootings that have left scores of Americans dead. She said the shooter who killed 10 black people at a Buffalo, New York supermarket on May 14th was a white supremacist who was radicalized online and that the shooter who killed 19 students and two teachers at Texas elementary school 10 days later had threatened to kidnap, rape, and kill teenage girls on Instagram. Do you think maybe any of this had to do with the fact that you're allowing such massive disinformation from these media outlets and you're not holding them accountable? No, it's everybody else. It's everybody else. This extremism is propagated, it's it's fabricated by these MSM networks, these talking figureheads. You're not holding them accountable for the lies. Why is Hillary not in prison? She lied about the Russian collusion. The rest of these people, that they, they broadcast these lies. But instead, you're talking about online in general, but you're not going to the sources of what's basically just turning people. I love how you say radicalized. That's a very broad generalization because the left is called the right radicalized. Hillary called us all freaking, um, not degenerates. What did she call all the Trump supporters? It's on the tip of my tongue. I know this. Deplorable, thank you. She called us all deplorables. Don Lemon sat there and accused all right right-leaning, right-leaning white Republicans terrorists, American terrorists. When you say about like who radicalized you, you did. You, the MSM, you, the government. Maybe you should arrest yourselves. Now, I do believe in freedom of the press, but when you're telling, when you sit there telling broad, you know, broad faced lies, you should be essentially, held accountable for the lies and slander that you have spread. I've dealt with that personally to where I have people on there like literally going online and saying shit about me and i tell them, it's like, hey, if you want to go that route, I can, I can prove that's libel. I've got a lawyer on speed dial. If you want to go that route, feel free. But why, don't, why aren't we doing that to the press? No, we can't do that. She said the shooter who killed 10 black people in Buffalo, New York, here's, here's the thing they left out though. Here's here's the part that is left out which is kind of funny to me, okay? This is what's beautiful about it. Um she said the shooter in Buffalo, New York, supermarket, made for you was a white supremacist who was radicalized online. Why are you talking about his, his political affiliation? Did you why did you leave that part out? <laughs> Does anybody know what he was claiming? What his manifesto said? Oh, you failed to mention that one, didn't you? Yes, you yeah, you did, Kamala. You 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 cut you stupid cunt. Anybody know what that dude was talking about? Go look it up. Go look it up. Hmm. Go look it up. That's the funny part about it. <laughs> they went with the white supremacist move because they're not going to talk about the political affiliation. They're not going to go near that. Why would they? Well, hey. Thank God. Thank God we have Kamala Harris leading the online task force. <laughs> they ain't gonna do shit. Uh, speaking of that, Kamala Harris party with Hollywood elites as inflation, gas prices crush American families. Uh Vice President Kamala Harris, what is actually what what does she do? Does, can anyone tell me what exactly is it that she does? Now I'm sitting here racking my brain. You went to Ukraine. You, I don't know what you did there. You went to a lot of places. I, I'm just, I, you know, I'm I'm trying to sit there and piece together. What would you say you actually do here? Vice President Kamala Harris reportedly spent her recent time in Los Angeles partying with Hollywood elites and visiting some of her favorite restaurants as average Americans everywhere continue to be crushed by out of control inflation and soaring gas prices. The vice president was in L.A. for the Summit of the Americas earlier this month and used some of her leisure time to rub elbows with Hollywood power brokers who have backed her political career. Harris and her husband, Doug Emoff, took the vice presidential motorcade to the home of CAA's Bryant Lord and husband, Bruce Bosey, for dinner, described it as a gathering of friends, according to a report, I'm sure it was. Among the attendees were fellow CAA boss Kevin Houvain, Barry Diller, and mega TV producer Greg Berlanti and his husband, soccer star Robbie Rogers. Also in attendance were former Saturday Night Live star Maya Rudolph, who has played Harris numerous times on TV, and her husband, uh, licorice pizza filmmaker Paul Thomas Anderson, the West Wings, and blah, 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 blah. Harris and Emhoff reportedly stayed in their Brentwood home during their L.A. visit. The couple also dined out one night at one of their favorite restaurants, El Cholo. That's fitting. In Santa Monica, their night uh, reportedly required two dozen motorcycle officers and upwards of 50 on bicycles, as well as numerous Secret Service vehicles stationed around the neighborhood. Kamala Harris's lavish L.A. visit comes as an average Americans continue to face crushing inflation and gas prices that keep reaching record high. The national average price of a gallon of gas recently surpassed $5 for the first time. Meanwhile, inflation surged to a staggering 8.6% in May, a four-decade high. But hey, man, the government's doing good. Why are you people applauding? Come on, man, you sons of bitches. Where's Cord Pop? Hey, Let's twist some leg hair and celebrate and sniff some kids. Food prices are up even more with the price of meat and eggs up a stunning 14.6% and dairy products up 11.8%. President Joe Biden also rubbed elbows with Hollywood royalty during his LA visit. Biden and First Lady Jill Biden attended a fundraiser held by Democratic mega-donor, billionaire Haim Saban and his wife, Cheryl. Don't they still have like lockdowns? Since there? No, they just went back to masks, didn't they? Didn't California go back to masks? Well, speaking of lockdowns, Lockdown Forever, EU votes to extend COVID cert until 2023. Officials from European Union Civil Liberties Committee had voted it to appro- approve the extension of bloc's usage of its transitional COVID certificate until 2023, or t- transnational, excuse me. Although public discourse has largely moved onto the issue of the Ukraine war and the ongoing cost of living crisis, the EU is still seemingly Quite concerned about the COVID-19 virus with the Block Civil Liberties Committee voting on Thursday to extend its transnational COVID certification use for another 12 months. That's bullshit. It has nothing to do with COVID. I can tell you right now what they're trying to do is get people to drive less so they don't see nearly the amount of backlash that they're seeing with Biden right now with gas prices being the way they are. Guarantee that's what it is. They've even admitted it. They were talking about earlier like they might go back until forced lockdowns to keep people from driving so much and becoming so dependent on oil to try and cripple Putin. It's not going to work. This is another reason why you don't give up your guns. Fuck the EU. The EU, is the, the EU is the enemy of America. It is the enemy of actual liberty. It's ridiculous. It comes uh, off officials from nations across the union start to make noises once again about the rising COVID case numbers with Germany's now infamous lockdown. Oh, hey, great news, by the way. Fauci has COVID. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I, dude, fingers crossed. You know what I'm praying for. I can't say it. It's horrible to say, but it's what, it's what we're all thinking. We're all thinking it, but you know what he's probably getting treated by? Ivermectin. I guarantee it. I, Because they're not going to let Fauci fall. If Fauci dies from COVID, oh my gosh. The vaccine means dick all. The jabs mean dick all. That's where we're at. I guarantee it. In a press release published by the EU's official website on Thursday, the bloc announced that the civil liberties committee had voted 51 to 11 in favor of keeping the system of COVID certificates active under the justification of that. The past system would still be in place in case it is needed. Hey guys, the government's just going to exercise some more lockdowns on you. Just, just in case it's, you know, it's nothing to be afraid of. Hey, it's just here. Just in case. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain, though. Under the scheme, all EU citizens who have been vaccinated against the disease within the last 270 days caught the disease in the last 180 days or have tested negative within the last 72 hours are entitled to the document designed at allowing individuals from across the block to more easily prove their health status to state authorities. Fuck state authorities. You have no right. No right to know my health status. By the way, it is true HIV-positive people are allowed to enlist in the military. I saw the uh, .gov document yesterday. They're talking about essentially that as long as they're (sighs) non-infectious. Wow. And that's not the kicker. The kicker it is you booted out how many thousands of people because they didn't want to get the Fauci-ouchy. But someone with HIV can enlist. Someone with a peanut allergy cannot. But someone with HIV can enlist. Are you fucking kidding me? I posted it on my Instagram. It's still on my stories with a .gov article. You can actually go look it up. Go look it up. I shit you not. Biden made this happen. Good Lord. (laughs) That's where we're at. That is where we're at. This is the Biden administration right here. Meanwhile, those who have received a booster jab against the virus are entitled to a version of the past that, as of writing, does not expire, but this could be subject to change. I'm sure it won't, yeah. We'll talk about journalistic integrity. USA Today removes 23 articles after investigation found reporter fabricated sources. What you don't say? No, that's so crazy. Nobody would ever do that. What? <laughs> the hell you say? You mean a reporter lied? No. USA Today's breaking news reporter, Gabriela Miranda, fabricated sources and misappropriated quotes for stories the news outlet confirmed on Thursday. The outlet conducted an internal audit after receiving an external corrections request on one of its published stories. Huh. Huh. USA Today removed 23 articles written by Miranda for not meeting the outlet's editorial standards after the several-week investigation. As USA Today explained... After receiving an external correction requests, USA Today audited the reporting work of Gabriela Miranda. The audit revealed that some of the individuals quoted were not affiliated with the organization's claimed and appeared to be fabricated. The existence of other individuals quoted could not be identified or independently verified. In addition, some stories included quotes that should have been credited to others. <laughs> wow. 23 stories. Like, this woman didn't give a fuck. It's almost like she had a political bias and wanted to use that paper to further said bias. Which also kind of proves why Governor Tom Wolf talks about how red flag laws allow us to take action when someone who has a gun begins to act erratically. Red flag laws still require due process, and any removal of weapon is, weapons is temporary. This guy is full of shit. So it's a cute little chart. I posted this on my Instagram at John burke 11 b And it basically says how red flag works to prevent mass shooting. And I'm going to tie this in with what USA Today is doing right here. It says, this is Jane. Then a downward-facing arrow from her picture. It says, Jane's social media contact, Randy... Post photos of guns and cryptic messages. Post an arrow over to a police car. It says Jane calls the police to report the posts. Arrow points over. The police petition in court to temporarily remove Randy's guns, and it points up and said police provide evidence that Randy is a danger to himself or others, and it points over. The court agrees to a temporary removal of Randy's weapons. Okay, number one, this is in direct violation of due process. You do not get to sit there and say that because somebody made a post on social media, that's your evidence to say that, hey, they are a threat to themselves, yada, 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 yada. Now, what you could say is like, hey, if so-and-so posted, I'm going to shoot this place up at this time, there you go. But now we're leaving so much up to interpretation. Because what if this happens? As USA's Gabriella Miranda does right here to where she lies, what if we go back to square one where it says, this is Jane? And then we add in there, Jane has a political bias against Randy. Jane is fabricating stories about Randy and sending them to the police, and then the police act on them. The system is flawed from the get-go. It does not work. And by the way, by the way, that's a violation of your Second Amendment right. Temporarily remove your guns. Are you fucking kidding me? Really? Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I, I trust the government on that one. Hey, Native Americans, give us your guns. Trust us. We got someplace nice for you to live. It's a, you know, it's just it's a little bit of a walk in the winter. You'd be all right. Just just give us trust us. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. What could go wrong? Look, what could go wrong? Hmm. Michigan's attorney general wants a drag queen for every school. This dude should have this shit kicked out of him. Michigan attorney general Dana Nessel said Wednesday that there should be a drag queen for every school. The openly gay Democrat was speaking at an event in Lansing, Michigan and explained her, her rationale. That, oh, it's a woman. No, oh, Another woman should kick the shit out of her. The open, openly gay Democrat was speaking at an event in Lansing, Michigan, and explained her rationale in this way. Drag queens make everything better. Drag queens are fun, she said according to the audio obtained by the Detroit News. What is wrong with you? Per the audio, here are some of her comments. Drag queens are entertainment, and you know what I'll say that was totally not poll tested. I say this, a drag queen for every school. These degenerates... Want to put a drag queen in your school? A man dressed as a woman? I would not want anywhere near my children. You whack jobs. Oh my gosh. You just nut jobs. I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. <laughs> this is crazy. This is legitimately, this is This is crazy. After calling for drag queens in every school, Nessel laughably went on to complain about how wedge issues are used to divide voters. She says, I'm so tired of having prominent members of our state governments create wedge issues that don't help, that don't heal us, but divide us. You literally just did that, you stupid fuck. Are you, you, what? Oh man, I hate black people. Anyway, I don't like racists. You know, racists are just really, did you not just hear what you just said? What? I'd say this. A drag queen for every school. I just hate when people try and divide us on wedge issues. Uh, This is one of them. I don't want a drag queen in my school. You fucking crazy. You kidding me? This is standard rhetoric from the child groomers on the left. They call for drag queens to infest elementary schools and kindergarten classes and then accuse us of fabricating wedge issues when we oppose their perversion and abuse. They're 100% right on this. Keep in mind that other groom uh, that. Okay, keep in mind that other than grooming small children into sexual playthings who can be easily preyed upon by child rapists and abusers, there is no reason to allow drag queens in any school, much less elementary schools. The whole idea behind drag queens for every school is to confuse small children about who they are and to sexualize them into damaged beings who can be easily manipulated and abused. This is 100% spot on. Uh, if adults want to get t- together and enjoy drag queens, no one cares. But exposing small children to such a thing, especially in a way that seeks to normalize it, is naked grooming. Naked child abuse, and now the top law enforcement officer in Michigan wants this in every school. That's not what our taxes go towards. That's disgusting. These people should be, like, impeached. Like, get get rid of these people. Make no mistake about what's going on. The left is openly targeting your children. The left not only wants to have sex with your children, but they also want to emotionally abuse them into Democrats, broken, neurotic, damaged losers who identify only by their sexual identity, whose self-esteem comes only from their sex life. This is spot the fuck on. Spot on. They're, they're dead on the money on this one. And I love how liberals on Twitter are kind of like, oh, it doesn't exist to that level. Really? <laughs> not from what I'm seeing. More and more stuff like this is picking up steam, ladies and gentlemen. This is the real culture war. This is what the LGBTQIA2348765309 has, has brought in. You inducted this. You gave an inch, and now they're trying to take a mile. They're trying to freaking have sex with your kids. They're wanting to twist their minds. Essentially, what they're trying to do is build more allies. Because they do not like the idea of a heterosexual nuclear family. It makes them so angry. Because once again, the left cannot handle a difference of opinion or lifestyle. They can't. Joe Biden says Americans are really, really down over pandemic gas prices, but the economy is resilient. Oh, I'm sure it is. Right now, the stock market is not doing so good, by the way. Uh, Washington America, uh, Washington says, Americans are really, really down after two years of a pandemic amid, and amid rising gasoline prices, but the other is in better shape than many think. President Joe Biden said Thursday. Uh, in a rare interview with a news organization, Biden told the Associated Press that a recession is not inevitable and there's zero evidence that the $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package is a main reason prices are high. Hmm. <sighs> Do y'all remember that TikTok video? I think I shared it like months ago where this girl talks about like, why can't we just print more money? And this dude comes up and says, like, okay, monkey have one banana, banana valuable. Monkey start creating many banana, banana no longer valuable. Bro, you are printing and giving away so much fucking money, you are crashing the dollar. The economy is in shambles because you've got us so dependent on foreign oil right now. You've cut drilling, you've cut all this shit, and that has ripple effects across the economy. To include, by the way, which we haven't even seen the worst of, fertilizer for farmers. Oh yeah, that's coming too. And guess what they have to pay for as well? Gas to get products from farms to markets, things such as that. And guess who actually has to pay for that? It's not the companies. It's the consumers. This idiot. Like Biden's taken economics 101. This is just nuts to me. Some economists warned that the money pumped into the economy from last year's American rescue plan would spark inflation. Republicans have relentlessly attacked Biden for the cost of the plan. But Biden said employment and wages have gone up under his watch. No, people went back to work from the lockdowns under your watch. You don't get to sit there and say you created jobs. People went back to work. But that's what he's going to try and do. This is what liberals do. They will try and manipulate the facts in any way to try and fit their narrative and then take credit for it. Biden has been doing this relentlessly, nonstop. The emperor is naked, by the way. And Democrats will not call him on this. His administration will not say a word. Instead, they're abandoning it, saying "This, this thing's going down. And rather than put a stop to it or try and tell Biden he's fucking up, I'm going to quit. But Biden said employment and wages have gone up under his watch and people have less credit card debt, more money in their savings account, and more job satisfaction. Show me the stats on that. Show me where you're getting this from, please, because I can already disprove that right off the bat. Employment and wages have gone up under his watch. No, they haven't. Employment's gone up because people went back to work. Wages have not. Inflation does not increase wages. Recession sure as fuck does not increase wages. In fact, that's going to increase unemployment, which therefore is going to increase unemployment pay, which is going to increase taxes. People have less credit card debt. That's not true either. More money in their savings account. More money to what? Spend on gas? Gas has now become a prominent bill in the majority of Americans' lives. What are you talking about? Gas is a car, ba- car payment, a monthly car payment all into itself and more job satisfaction. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably, you know, my money is not worth nearly as much as it was. I can't get a raise. This guy is a living, breathing idiot. A fucking worthless politician and bureaucratic hack as all these people are. Good Lord. And here's the funny part about that. Like right now I'm sitting on some money waiting to invest. I'm not investing in anything right now cuz I don't trust the market. I'm certainly not going real. I'm not going near real estate. I'm certainly not going near the stock market. I'm not going to launch another business right now. And I have had people out there saying, "Hey John, I want to launch a business." And it's not that I'm trying to shit on your dream. I would wait. I would wait. Right now it is a very, very volatile time to start a business. I would just hold off on that. But apparently we're really happy. Americans, are you happy with his leadership or the lack thereof? Are you happy with the fact that we've got an open southern border that nothing's being done about it? Are you happy that we're funding billions to Ukraine and a corrupted government and a money laundering scheme for Biden? Are you happy about these things? That they're wanting to put drag queens in schools? Like the Biden administration's come out and endorsed putting children on puberty blockers? and gender reassignment surgery. Are you happy with this? This is immorality. This is degeneracy. This is insanity. We as a society will not stand if this continues. We will not. America will fall. Look at Rome. Immorality, political corruption, and degeneracy. That's why it fell. You don't have to take my word for it. Go look it up. It's proven. That's where we're at. That's where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. Well, there you have it. Well, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. We appreciate your love and support. If you haven't done so, go check us out. You need help with sleep, anxiety, or stress? We've got you covered. We can help you out. We have very affordable products that are also THC-free, and we have some that do include THC that can get you higher than pigeon tits. That's right. That's our Halo gummies and our Delta Nine Airborne gummies. You can check those out. If you need a good night's sleep without THC and you will not fail a drug test, try the Rackout gummies. We also have sample packs, so if you're unsure. You can try out a sample pack to see if it works for you so you're not spending a lot of money. So give that a shot. Uh, And until next time, let's hope the FBI figures out who's targeting those pro-abortion clinics or those pro-life clinics. Don't forget to tune in at 2 o'clock today. Natalie comes on for an in-person interview. It's going to be a good time. Until then, you stay savage, America.